This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap with me, Dipanjana Pal and Rajeshree Sen. It's barely seven days since Rais has released and it has entered the rupees 100 crore club. Happiness. Considering how much Bichara Shah Rukh Khan was smarting, that fan didn't become a hit. At least yeah. this one has. So you're going to hear a lot of what we thought of Shah Rukh Khan and his various performances because he was on AIB's podcast. He was also in Race. Um, and you'll find out what Sri and I thought of that. We've also got our Vishesh Tippani on Padmavati. We're going to tell you about the new MSG film because you know you want to watch that. Uh, plus a new book by Sidhan Vadakut on a gruesome murder that Sri did not know about. It's shocking. We are, shocking, I We are both amazed by this. And of course, my favourite news channel, Times Now. Everyone's favourite, don't be like that. On Friday, there was an incident that started off as sounding a little funny. Director mm-hmm. Sanjay Leela Bhansali was slapped with a shoe. Slapped with no, no. They grabbed his hair. So this is the thing. It came out first as Sanjay Leela Bhansali slapped with a shoe. Now that sounds sadly, it actually sounds a little comic. But what it happened... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I don't want to be a slap for the No, shoe, but sorry. here's the thing. What happened was not comic at all. Sanjay Leela Bhansali is directing a film called Padmavati. He has in fact directed an opera based on Padmavati. Yeah, which I did not know about till Because you're not an opera going yeah, person in what. Paris. That's why you don't that's know what. these things. Hmm. Anyway, so he's directed this opera based on which now he's making a film. And the Karni Sena, which is Rajput a bunch of Raj... Huh? Indeed. You have to be clear. Just so that we don't look at them as jokers, apparently, yeah. they went ahead and not only vandalized his set, they started actually beating him up. Yeah. So it was a pretty serious incident. It stopped shooting for what for this film, which is going to be one of the most expensive films, huh. if indeed it ever gets finished. They were shooting in Jaipur. Yeah. And it's a 150-odd crore set. Production. Okay, production. So that is massive. Bhansali is being slapped around because apparently he is offending Hindu sentiment. How? He is offending Hindu sentiment by not staying true to fiction. That's what I love. But more importantly, they are upset. This uh, Karni Sena is upset because they are saying that there may be romantic scenes between Padmavati, who was supposed to be a... who they believe was an actual uh, queen. And she, what is it called? Not Sati, the Rajasthan. Johar. Johar. She committed Johar, which is like she threw herself into, into the flames. Uh, a pyre because she was married to a king called Ratan Singh and Alauddin Khilji, who, is the, who was the sultan, uh, sultan of Delhi, was in love with her and was going to basically uh, enter the fort. So and, here's the thing. There is a little bit of history and, and a, lot a lot of, of fiction, fiction, right? Yeah. 1303 Chittor, Chittorgarh in mm. Newar was indeed attacked by Khilji. Yeah. Khilji was uh, one of the pre-Mughal hmm. Muslim invaders that uh, our right-wing historians go on and on about because he was in fact a marauder yeah. and yeah. did do many horrible things. Now, the story is that so there are many legends of Rani Padmini on whom the Padmavati yeah. is based, right? She's not a real historical figure. All of these are legendary 
characters yeah. that have because there have been tales told mm. of the siege of Chittorgarh because it was indeed an extremely bloody battle the rajputs fought very very valiantly and lost yeah. very very dramatically uh, khilji is said to have killed some 30000 rajputs just in the siege of chittorgarh mm. so this was a big deal now the story has it that khilji attacked chittorgarh because he had heard that there is a rani padmini who is extremely beautiful and he wanted her for his harem rani padmini was already married by that time to ratan ratan sen who was the ruler of chittorgarh and mewad at that point now at there's one place if you go to chittor mm. even now there's one place where they'll show you that this is where padmini held up a mirror so that khilji yeah. could see her uh, this was an attempt at a compromise between ratan sen mm. and khilji that you can't have my wife but, but you, you can, can look. look at her because that's sweet and obvious nobody knows whether padmini wanted yeah. to do any of this but that doesn't matter but Women then she no doesn't choice. exist so, yeah, it's so okay. it doesn't matter no so that's what this entire story was first written in that by that 16th century poet yes so uh, malik mohammed jaisi yeah sufi so the rajput kanni sena is upholding a story written by a muslim man but like, they don't they know don't it's know. not real forget they don't know deepika padukone who is seems to oh. every interview of hers she proves how bright she is to me because she made a statement saying that we have not uh, done anything which goes against history we have stayed true to fact baby there is no history <laughs> there is no fact in uh, malik mohammed jaisi's poem padmavat hmm. padmavati is a sri lankan princess by the way so they are She's fighting from lanka the- <gasps> uh bhansali productions has reached a compromise this happened yeah. yesterday um they have reached a compromise with the karni sena now these are the news reports uh, from the news reports that came in uh, they clarified there is no romantic dream sequence or any objectionable romantic scene between padmavati and alauddin khilji there is also there will be no intimate scene between padmavati and khilji in any form Meanwhile Giriraj Singh of the Rajput Sabha huh. has said he wants a screening committee like he wants to see the film yeah. before everybody else so this is essentially what's happening they want to see the film before everybody That's else That's what I want to put in before. here just as an aside when this news came out that there will be no intimate scene between Padmavati and Khilji choice comment from our ace reporter Shruti What is the point of seeing the film now? Are you what is the point when we seeing also must be thinking are you then why am I in this film this is very this is a chutia pass this is, I don't want to act Shahid Kapoor is going to romance Deepika Padukone who's one and a half feet taller than him first of all that in itself I find shocking then Ranveer Singh who has been signed on has no so who is he romancing Ratan Singh so Kabil which basically essentially rides on the premise that love is blind okay <laughs> according to it you've been dying yeah, to I've say that i've been dying to say this kabil love is blind this is what i would have called the film but so there are two blind people they end up with each other that's uh, rithik roshan and ya- yami Gut- yami gotham yeah, yami gotham yami gotham keeps getting raped in every film that is another thing that i want to point out At least for the last three films, she three has films, been she, bludgeoned very, yeah. very badly. Yeah, she gets raped, killed, raped, killed like that. This one, they don't kill her, no, but they rape her twice, twice, and she's very 
upset with good reason because her husband instead of sitting by her and just giving her some sort of uh, uh, moral support is busy uh, feeling upset feeling upset that he's now feeling my... violated that yeah. his wife was raped and oh, just a second Yami Gautam's character is not upset that she was raped. She's upset. She's that upset that he's upset. That because she got raped, he's upset. Not just that. That's why she commits suicide. Yeah. After the second rape attempt, she leaves. Uh, she commits suicide. And why? Her, yeah. Because she feels that her husband cannot take this trauma yeah. of her being raped. So it's very progressive. Do watch Kabil, and do support Rakesh Roshan's uh, school of thought. And it's amazing. The other film that was in the news and which had upset Rakesh Roshan a lot yes. was uh, Raiz, which is Shah Rukh Khan's film in and as Raiz. And I have to, so I was really looking forward to it because Rahul Dholakya has directed it, not so much because of Shah Rukh, but because Rahul Dholakya's last film Parzania, which was about the Gujarat rats, was. Fabulous, according yeah, to me. Yeah, and uh, this is also set in Gujarat. It's about during prohibition, a smuggler, a bootlegger, and about his life. Basically, it's loosely based on Abdul Latif, but I they've sort of married it with Arun Gauli running the uh, running for election. So it's a few. No, Abdul Latif also, also yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's he's sort of the stereotypical gangster, yeah. right? He does of that era of that 80s era where you know he's bootlegging he's running for elections a little bit of murder here and yeah. there a little bit of harem business yeah. like there's a little of everything he's a mix all rounder as we say but uh, so this film also had a little bit of controversy because it had a pakistani actress as the lead mahira khan who I still haven't figured out why she was cast because uh, neither is she particularly attractive nor was her acting prowess so wonderful. She was the weakest link in the yeah. film. The character itself, like you can't understand why is he in love with her, but then love is blind as Kabil, as Kabil has taught yeah. us. Yes, But uh, Shah Rukh acts very well in the film and I think he once again proves what he says that if you if you let me act and allow me to act, I will act. But if you tell me, don't act, take your shirt off and dance, I'll do that also for you. So it was Reis as a character was, I thought, really, really interesting simply because it's one of the few times that Bollywood mm. has put forward a truly grey ranging towards black hero. He's not just a negative, tinted hero. He's out and out a criminal. He's not a victim of his circumstances. Like huh, he's so a he's kid. not a victim of his circumstances. Yeah, he's at as all. a kid, he chooses to become a bootlegger and rather bad than bad has happened to him at all. In yeah, fact. there is no kid. reason. He could have sat in school and done homework. Instead, he started bootlegging. Yeah. Right? Similarly, the point at which he sort of flips into real violence, hmm. there isn't really a pressing reason to do this yeah he just says that he's just uh, like his ego is hurt mm. and he says i'm going to show this politician what i can do and he does and yeah. crazy violence erupts so the only thing is where i don't uh, agree with you is i saw haram khor hmm. and that's a truly black character like there's no ha. reason why he's doing i love anything. how you're comparing haram khor no, and no, Raiz. i'm just saying the character like hmm. i just feel that in hindi cinema when a superstar plays the 
uh, key characters. So Haramkhor and Raghav Raman, right? Both have Nawazuddin Siddiqui as the main uh, character, the protagonist. When a superstar plays it, for some reason, they want to give some sort of redeeming feature. So while he has no motivation to do what he does, he has a lot of redeeming features. Like he cares for people. He's building a hospital. I have not seen Shah Rukh look so good ever, I think. I don't think he has also seen himself look so good. But it is purely for the film, right? Because I don't know what makeup they did, but he needs to never let that makeup person yeah. go. Because we saw him just yesterday, AIB released a podcast in which the four AIB comedians, Tanmay Bhatt, Rohan Joshi, Ashish Shakya and Gursimran Khamba yeah. are sitting in conversation with Shah Rukh Khan. So I'm lying down and I wake up in the morning and my first thought, which I have nothing to do with that world. I don't even think right now I have a valid visa. And I may never get it after this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was lying down there and I pick up my phone with the speed in the morning. I wake up. And I'm very, I used to be very fast, you know, when I was, yeah. when these things never used to happen, I used to wake up like this, come on, yeah. you know, king of Bollywood. <laughs> now I wake up like this, Konsa king. <laughs> Konsa Bollywood. And then my hand goes automatically to my phone. And my prayers are happening inside, huh? in every language. I, I do prayers in every language huh. to every god. Kina, please, I have nothing to do what's happened in America today. So why was it called a podcast though? Because it was a video. That's a separate problem. <laughs> but can I just can I just deal with the fact yeah. that Shah Rukh Khan does not look as hot no. as he does in Rays in his own living room. Yeah. Also, so, he was wearing one of those funky new designer t-shirts which have holes in them. I've never understood this. I really wanted my mother to see it because she'd yeah. be like, Eki, puto ganwa, to puto ganwa. Exactly. Anyway, um, so yeah, it was not exactly a podcast as a podcast. Okay, one thing about Raiz though I want to say, Nawazuddin Siddiqui was brilliant as, as usual. usual. He yeah. is just so good and he's a very, you realize what an attractive man he is also. No, so the podcast. Thank God. Yeah. But coming back to the podcast, which is not exactly, I mean, it's not a podcast, it's a video. It's a video. I don't know why they call it a podcast, but it's okay. Because uh, long before this video thing became a thing, Gursimran Khamba and Tanmay Bhatt used to have an AIB podcast, yeah. which was genuinely a podcast. So it's good um, to see Khamba back also. It's so after, nice to yeah. see and hear Khamba yeah. back. It's one of the nicer interviews that I've actually seen of uh, Shah Rukh Khan. Yeah, and he was being very honest about the fact, like, I don't comment on anything nowadays. And while, what he, while slyly commenting on many things yeah, in the process. What, I like what he said about the fact that when he wakes up in the morning... He's that scared was to, very funny. He picks up his phone first and he does it really slowly because he said, I know that whether I've said anything or not, my name has been involved in whatever controversy is happening right now. So, which is true because all these actors and especially Shah Rukh, because Amitabh Bachchan is so busy being politically correct, no one tries to embroil him in anything. But Shah Rukh Khan does get pulled into every yeah. controversy. Yeah. And he was quite, uh, like, he was honest about all that wedding thing, his performances at weddings, the fact that also they are the drunk vanity. on these tours. Yeah. Uh, that he didn't even pretend. He said, most of we are yeah. quite drunk. But the vanity that goes into being an actor yeah. and being a celebrity, like that point at which, you know, talking about Meryl Streep's... Um, now yeah. landmark speech mm. um, he was like you know I can't be a fan because I'm such a big star yeah, and it's true <laughs> and he it giggled but it's it's both kind of self-deprecating yeah. and true all at the same time 
धर्म से ना जात से ना धर्म से ना जात से ना देश इतिहाद से that as fans will recognize from the voice was the messenger of god hmm. now here's a can you do you remember his whole name without googling Gurmeet Ram Rahim Singh Insan Nice Because you I are a true like fan two articles on <laughs> So uh, many things have happened in MSG's life not the least of which is that he's had a haircut and he's got wax He's got wax not that his co-stars have No uh, his co-stars and remain he as He just got a haircut he got that uh, straightening He has done. also got his hair straightened He's also got a very bad wig at one point but that's yeah. a separate problem However whatever hair he may have lost on his head he's making up for with his beard. Yeah. His mustache in particular now is a 5 inch rapier on each side. Yeah, it's, it's sort it's of groucho marxish. Don't sort do this. Of. Sorry. Don't sorry. Do this. I'm sorry. So what the, is this new MSG film? So the film is called Hind ka Napak ko Jawab MSG Lionheart 2. and the country that we are attacking is napak now for those of you who may have forgotten when the surgical strike was uh, announced by the armed forces um, there was a clamor for the video because yeah. there there was a video we were told of the yeah, attack and that. and there were some people who were who were asking the army to provide it hmm. provide the video so that there was proof that this had actually happened because obviously yeah. pakistan said that no such thing had happened is it not a huge huge relief that msg has made this film because now for what will probably be 3 and a half hours we will not need the army's video we have this we only we have this video and it is stunning just watch the trailer because you know what will happen as you watch the trailer you don't need to watch the film actually his daughter and he are in this film for a long part of the trailer i thought the daughter was jaya prada and i was feeling really bad that this is what it's come to jaya prada is acting what a her. fall that would yeah, be but it's not jaya prada thank god although i don't know what's worse being uh, msg's consort or amar having Singh's to consort. Amar, having to amar singh now means having to spend time with amar singh but this film is all sorts of wonderful things it's a mix not of not to mention amazing graphics there's as usual there's amazing graphics there's special effects there's a lot of we hate muslims we hate na pakistan like that and but also msg spreading the message of love yeah because that is the final thing so uh, much like in his ashram where they castrated all those people na yes. you know so it's like that so there's no castration over here and his romances what is very interesting though is his romancing of his uh, uh, co-star is always very pure naturally because msg is pure when i'm watching a movie hmm you know something like on romedy now for yeah. instance hmm. when a ad break comes what i really like is that i should be reminded what my duty towards the nation is yeah always particularly in the era of demonetization hmm. and even more particularly 
I like era, it when Rahul Shiv Shankar yeah, tells me. In the me. era of Rahul Shiv Shankar. While life seems normal, our businesses are hurting. Villages are still trying to cope, but the situation can be reversed if we in the cities do our bit. We are soldiers of a new economy. We the people are its biggest line of defense. We are the reason people go. Today our economy needs us more than ever. The Remonetize India movement. Remonetize India. Okay, uh, Times Now has a new campaign out because Times Now is a network which cares for the. It is a soldier of the nation. Yes. So it, this was before this particular ad came out. The same script and mm-hmm. the same uh, sentiment was voiced repeatedly by Anand Narasimhan. who's the other who uh, currently uh, is one of the four anchors of newsa and they were telling us all to be soldiers of the nation and yeah. go cashless and uh, you know don't use cash so that villages get it the I nation really needs us i have to watch news channels more because i missed this earlier oh but you've got hmm. the glossy version yes always so rahul shiv shankar starts this ad this it's not a ad it's a social awareness public camp, service announcement public service announcement and he basically tells us how the country is going through tough times and how we have to do our bit he is then followed by shilpa shetty kalki manoj vajpai anil kapoor sonali uh, bendre sonali bendre sonakshi sinha basically everyone who attended a film award that yeah. evidently times now or one or of the one channels of in its network yeah. was partnering so this uh, public awareness campaign tells us that we need to support remonetize india and these stars tell us that we need to one of the ways we need to do it is that we need to stop using cash because you see people who have not used cash for the last 15 years or however long they've been in their careers know how important cash is to people's lives so the fact that times now did not notice the irony of These that you people. thought times now would notice irony is very cute you really do need to, to spell irony for that you matter you really do need to watch the news channels more yeah in sharp contrast to our actors essentially reading the times now script yeah and appearing in that little psa was the screen actors guild awards which happened earlier this week yeah uh, well actually last weekend mm. there were it's you can find who won online that's not the big deal uh, so what i was particularly impressed by was how taraji p, uh, p henson and david harbour both of them in their speeches without taking any direct pot shots hmm. without mentioning trump in any way or the muslim ban or any of the odious things yeah. that he Because said during right after the muslim ban yeah. in fact the uh, awards had taken place without making any direct reference made very very powerful and moving yeah. political points in their speech so i really i especially like david harbour's speech because one i love stranger things and i think everyone should watch it even if you scare easily watch this series it's it's just fabulous and uh the entire cast was uh, on the stage and he gave this extremely rousing speech about the fact that stranger things um you know it supports uh people of different kinds freaks and outcasts freaks and outcasts and that we will fight be so 
it's worth listening. We are united in that we are all human beings and we are all together on this horrible, painful, joyous, exciting, and mysterious ride that is being alive. Now, as we act in the continuing narrative of Stranger Things, we 1983 Midwesters will repel bullies. We will shelter freaks and outcasts, those who have no home. We will get past the lies. We will hunt monsters. And uh, other than him and Tarachi P. Henson, Julia Louis-Dreyfus's speech, because she said that very few people know that my father is an immigrant mm. and he had to flee from Nazi-occupied France. And uh, so each person, what I found amazing is that each person made a statement, mm. which was a political statement, they all cheered raucously for every time a political statement was made. There is, it's not like they think that there will be no backlash to them. Of course the way there will Trump be. is behaving, he's capable of building a little concentration camp for all you know by the end of it. But when artists stand together, when anyone does this without fear, it's impressive going by what is happening in America right and now. And it's it was also good to see that sort of solidarity yeah. within the f- show business industry as well as the media that celebrated these speeches so much, right? Um, and I was remembering that because uh, Shah Rukh Khan says in his podcast that hmm. one of the reasons that people in the AIB podcast, and he said this in an interview, interview that too. he gave to Indian Express, hmm. that... Uh, he doesn't feel that the television media in particular supports the industry yeah. when it does stand up to um, to political forces Power, that basically. are working yeah. against them. And I think he does have a point there. I, I don't think there is that same sense of solidarity. Uh, like, for instance, with this time in Padmavati, there are a number of people who came up and said that this is ridiculous across the yeah. board, right? Of course, there are some who didn't, but there were many who did. Mm. However, the when the political establishment has sort of crushed you in over time and you're mm. sort of used to making compromises rather than standing up, then I think it gets harder to do. Yeah. And the SAG Awards were kind of an example of how you can be confrontational without seeming confrontational yeah. and uh, keep fighting the good fight. So I just want to mention a person who I don't usually have much respect for, which is Kim Kardashian. And Kim Kardashian and Gigi and Bella Hadid, who are supermodels, Gigi and Bella Hadid were out on the streets along with the New York protesters with posters against Trump because their father is Muslim. Gigi Hadid's boyfriend Zayn Malik is Muslim. And Kim Kardashian also, she said, I'm an Armenian immigrant. I was going to say, Kim Kardashian has been very proud of her Armenian heritage, by the way. And she's written to Trump. And whether we like it or not, or think it's valid or not, she is one of the most influential pop culture icons currently in the world, I would say. Because when you're an influential pop culture icon in the States, you're pretty much... You have a very strong effect everywhere else that she would stick her neck out and tell because Kanye West and Trump were uh, hobnobbing at Trump Tower before this and say that, dude, this is just not on. Like, what are you thinking? Which none of us know what he's thinking, frankly. But uh, it's just good to see all the celebrities step up and say, you are 
a bit of an ass and we all need to get together to combat this as much as we can. Sirin Vadukurt, who is uh, Mint on Sunday's current editor and who's been a journalist for very long, has written a new book called The Corpse That Spoke. It's a very short book, so uh, if you want to read it, you can download it from Jagannath Books. It's really short. It's 31 it pages. Not, yeah, it'll take you a couple of hours it's at best like to read. It's like for and me, that's 15 articles of editing that the amount of time. It, and it's shorter because there's no mistakes as such. There are two, three because tiny uh, yeah. typographical errors yeah, I think but mostly but by and large very well written does not require editing, editing so uh, please read it so this is about the book is about a true crime story as it said so it's about something which actually did happen and you had not heard I of it I had not heard of this murder now I'm a bit of a murder and serial killer and uh, sexual deviant uh, predator Junkie. Junkie. That makes me sound very horrible. But in 2003, yeah, a family of Indian immigrants, Amarjeet Chauhan, his wife Nancy, her mother, and Amarjeet and Nancy's two children, yeah. toddlers. Who, mind yeah, you. one was 18 months yeah. old, and the other was a little was a little older, bit older. older. These five people disappeared. First, Amarjeet disappeared. Hmm. A day or two later, his wife disappeared. Yeah. It seemed like they were actually evading the law Mm. because uh, Amarjeet's office would keep getting letters, typed letters that he had signed from him. And as Sidon points out, in that period, there were many instances of immigrant families who went back home because they weren't able to adjust to living in England. For a long time, this case did not get investigated the way it should have. The reason it did, though, is because Nancy Chauhan's brother just could not believe that his sister would up and run. And that his mother would leave her, like she left when the bodies, uh, bodies weren't found, they'd gone missing, when the house was open, all their clothes were still there, the children's clothes. Now it's a toddler, you may not pack for yourself, but you'll pack some baby stuff at least. And his mother's Guru Granth Sahib was left. And he said that there's no way that my mother would have left her Guru Granth Sahib. Anyway, he is the reason why that the why the police started paying more attention to this. Also, the other reason is because within two months, Amarjit Chauhan's body floated down the river. Bournemouth yeah. showed up by the sea, actually. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and then his wife's body also floated appeared. up. As did the uh, mother-in-law. Only the children have never been uh, found. The bodies have not been found. But the book is an interesting read because he actually, Sidin actually refers to actual reports, news reports, which came out. It's good journalism. It's really good journalism. It is, he uh, refers to reports, he refers to, so there's a woman called Belinda Brevin, who was very key in this whole thing. And her, She's a fascinating she's character. She's a fascinating character. Did you know about the Supergrass? No, that's what. I had no idea that there was some, a concept called Supergrass, which is a person who's basically a police police and uh, your investigative agent. He's a agency. double agent and yeah. an informer, yeah. essentially. He's a mole, basically. And uh, it's so what the British system used to do was they'd take these criminals who were in the system and they'd release them earlier than they should, but they'd release them because they made them into double agents. And often what's happened is that when a double agent has become too big for his boots, 
or is uh, going to be caught out they are sent into the witness protection uh, program so you get a lot of interesting trivia and it's very well it's a tightly written book it's a very gripping uh, like the deaths and why someone would kill and someone and that little detail that uh, yeah how they actually get yeah we're not going caught. to tell why you why it's called the cops that spoke there's yeah. a reason why it's called the cops we're that not spoke. going to tell you because you should read it uh, like i said it will not take you very long we are coming to the end mm. of this week's podcast but before we go i have another book recommendation and this one is very very different from the corpse that spoke however it has a lot of speaking it's called mm-hmm. dear left sock and other letters by lala mm-hmm. it's actually a kids book technically but it's one of those books that i think any silly minded adult should enjoy yeah uh, they're basically these little notes that lala has written to different things like for instance this is a letter from lala to mm-hmm. her stomach to my stomach if you growl i will growl back louder i am the alpha it's fabulous it's very good there's also one to the left sock from which the title comes which is very nice it's one of the first book series by a very young artist and illustrator who calls herself an accidental adult sold there only right now we really have come to the end of this week's podcast so it's time for me to tell you who got the answer right from last week's mm. question you will be happy to know miss sen yes. that our readers are very well versed in bdsm lingo <coughs> so you're coughing why yeah. are you coughing so what i had asked you was in bdsm what does it mean to say beef steak holds the onions mm-hmm. as a number of people correctly pointed out it means light sadom- sadomasochistic activities with little or no real pain this That's is great. in opposition to demanding beef steak and onions which is unreserved sadomasochism this is very vanilla compared to what i thought it would be i won't say what i thought it would be. don't ha astha palash himanshu and pranay got it right thompson not only got it right this is the fifth he time he's got the also no okay sorry <laughs> wow okay I didn't quite go there but thank you Thompson for your five correct answers and in return we will be sending you a gift Palash uh, who was um, who was one of the people who won gifts from us because he has signed up for new social a social okay. influencers huh. program I had thought that he'd won his coasters the news laundry hmm. coasters I thought he won them for listening to hmm. awful and awesome but he won them for news social which okay. at that point of time broke my heart because I was like he's not listening to us huh. but he is listening to us and he sent us this time an answer as well as give me a second as well as an email um in which he has said i don't mean to be rude but there has been a misunderstanding in the last podcast miss pal said i won five times but actually the lovely news laundry coasters are not for the quiz they're for news social okay. you don't have to apologize yeah we are fine with we're that. very happy but he has also got uh, three answers right so far this time it's the fourth therefore one more time and palash you will get it um also have you seen bobby deol's interview in the huffington post which is what astha has asked 
Yes, I have. And? And I think it's sweet that someone is still interviewing him. He was quite honest, but like, who cares what Bobby Duell says, frankly. I'm very unsentimental, I'm sorry. People were very moved by his interview. I wasn't. Okay. Well, since Astha was expressing interest in Bobby hmm. Duell and you are saying nobody cares, I have decided to give Bobby Duell a little moment of a attention. a kinder person than I, Ganga Din. Uh, did you just call me Ganga, Ganga Dhar? Din. Ganga Din. Ganga Dhar. I am now feeding you water. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, man. It's good. Anyway, here's this week's question. What is Bobby Deol's real name? It's in that interview. Very good. Go and read yeah. Huffington Post. Um, anyway, uh, tell us if you know. And if you don't know, please feel free to make up a name for him. Yeah. I'm open to creative suggestions. I think suggestions. he's also open to it. Well, he's gone with Bobby, so really. Yeah. Anyway, so yes, write in your answers to contact at newslaundry.com. If you are on an iPhone or an Android phone, you can check out our News Laundry app, yes. which is alive and kicking. And if you find any issues with it, please let us know because we're in the process of fixing glitches right now. Remember, we've started up a paywall and behind that paywall is uh, the new Hafta as well as from next week, you will be able to hear the second episode of Let's Talk About Kashmir. The first episode is open to everyone and you should hear it it is most excellent but that's about all from awful and awesome which i hope you thought was awesome uh thank you for this week miss sen thank you miss pal it's a wrap all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.